Hey there, warrior. Good morning, afternoon, evening, whenever it is that you are listening to this episode. I hope you're doing great. And I'm excited that our new app, our new Warriors and Hope app is getting close, really close. So I hope that you are on my Warriors and Hope email list. If not, go to ValerieSilvera.com, sign up as a Warrior and Hope and get yourself on that list because you want to definitely know about it. And I'll also announce it on social media. Obviously, I'll mention it on these podcasts too, but um, they're just not as timely since I only do one episode a week. So make sure you're connected with me elsewhere. But today, I wanted to talk to you about something. I really want to encourage you. I'm kind of emphatic about this. Why you should never retreat. Now, we all know what the word retreat is in a battle, right? And uh, we know that's when sometimes you have to kind of fall back, take a fallback position. And sometimes that's necessary. And I don't know a whole lot about battle, but obviously it's a strategy at times. But you'd rather be advancing, right? As a matter of fact, I'm not even a fan of that word for an event, a getaway. And I know I know a lot of people use it and I'm not, you know, saying they shouldn't. It's just not for me. I would rather, in fact, Rich said one day, don't ever have a retreat. Make sure it's called an advance. Because I understand that we think of a retreat as a respite, right? Something to go get away from your life, something to go get recharged and refreshed. And those are all really, really good. But as I'm going to talk to you about today, there's really no such thing as staying in one place And you might think, okay, well, if we retreat, we're taking a step backwards, getting refreshed. But you want to know what I believe? I believe that even when we are resting, it is part of the battle. Because it is a battle for us to find those moments where we have peace, where we go do things for ourselves, where we're not on social media, where we're just being, when we are out in nature, or we're just, you know, just being, hanging out. That's a battle for us to get there. But I believe that life is constant motion. We are either going forwards or we're going backwards. And sure, there's a lot of lateral movement and, you know, ups and downs and left turns and right turns and U-turns and everything. But in general, we are either moving forward or backwards. So I would argue that even if we are in that, you know, can you see my air quotes? (laughs) In that retreat mode, we are still actually moving forward because it's good for us. It is something that we are doing to recharge, to benefit our souls, our minds, giving ourselves some extra rest or energy. And, you know, sometimes we think that as women, especially that, you know, it's the men that are, you know, they're the warriors from way back. But I I like to say that women are pretty strong, right? Let's face it. Who hasn't joked with a group of men saying that, If men were to have the babies, it'd be the end of the population, right? We like to say that, don't we, women? But I mean, we are tough. Look at what we go through monthly, daily, throughout our lives as women physically. We're the ones that have babies, which if you really look at the whole process, it almost seems impossible that you could have a baby come out of you. And just the pain that you go through and just everything physically. I think if Rich were being honest, he would say that I'm physically tougher than him. I didn't say stronger, but physically 
tougher. I can handle more pain. And that, of course, varies from person to person. But I just want you to encourage you, women. We, yes, women and men are different. That's my opinion. And we are soft. Yes, there's a softness about us. In fact, now there's a whole lot more softness about me. <laughs> um, I'm not the softest type of woman personality in the world. But, you know, there is that tenderness to women, maybe more than a lot of men, probably more than most. Yeah, we're wired a little differently. But that doesn't mean we aren't strong. You can be strong in a quiet way. You can be strong in a calm way. We handle pain. We have endured pain. We often carry the grief, for the most part, in our families and in our relationships. We, we carry physical pain well, and we carry emotional pain, and even mental. So I want to encourage you, especially now. I mean, have, have you ever seen so much bad news at once in our country and around the world? And it is so tempting for us to retreat. It is tempting for us to crawl into a hole. It is tempting for us to become afraid, become scared. This is why I'm so grateful that I have the kind of faith that I do because I believe ultimately God is in control. Yes, right now a lot of other people are in control of situations. But ultimately, I know where I'm going. Ultimately, I know that you know God is either allowing it or not. And, and there's not a lot I can do about it, but pray and just try to help make the world a little bit better. But what the beast would love me to do and you to do, and I'm talking about the big beast, okay? Everyone's living with some kind of beast. Let's talk about that for a minute. Everyone's living with some kind of a beast, whether they know it or not. We are all dealing with past trauma, hurts, pain, losses, abandonment, or anger. We've had something happen to us. Somebody has wronged us. We've been in an unfair situation. Something has come out of left field and whacked us upside the head. I call it life's proverbial two by four. We all have something. Some of us carry around shame or guilt, low self-worth. We've been betrayed. Life happens to everyone to varying degrees. And we're left with these feelings. We're left with some, you know, a little bit of damage. And those are our beasts. But where those beasts come from is not from God. Okay. We know where those beasts are coming from. And so what the big beast wants you to do is to live in fear, to not overcome any of that, to not use it for good. That would be even worse I mean, it's one thing if you can crawl up out of a hole, if you can get up off the mat, but what if you actually step forward? What if you step up? What if you start flying? What if you go out and make a difference in the world? What if you start using instead of addition, which is, you know, helping one other person, what if you were able to help a lot of people? Whoa. Okay. We can't have that. Beasts can't have that. So the easiest way to take you down is to have you live in fear. And so that fear says, retreat, retreat, retreat. There's, we have a lack now. I'm not going to have enough resources. I have to hunker down. The world's in a scary place. I have to retreat. I can't, you know, go out and be brave. I can't stand up. That's exactly the opposite of what you're supposed to do. It's the opposite of what you're called to do. We are called to be strong. We are called to not live in fear. 
listen, you're never going to be fearless. So I like to use the two word phrase, fear less, not fearless, because there's no such thing as being fearless. Everyone feels fear. I don't care if you're the strongest warrior out there. Everyone feels scared. So I interviewed this guy. He's actually a friend of my son's and, you know, a friend of mine too. But I interviewed him for a book that I've actually taken a step back on <laughs> completing now because I've been working on this app. But, you know, the, the premise of it at the core of it is courage. And so I wanted to interview some people that have had different types of fears to face than I have, maybe different than you have. And I think, of course, of military and I think of people that are, you know, police officers and firefighters and people that really put themselves in harm's way on purpose. So I was talking to him and I asked him many, many things. And I'll tell you about him as, you know, time goes on over different things because I got so many good nuggets. But one of the things I asked him is that if he agreed with me that everyone feels fear. And he said, absolutely. You know, were you afraid when you landed in Afghanistan? Yes, terrified. But he did it anyway. Were you scared to even join the military? Yes, my family was, you know, I really wanted to because I feel like everyone should serve their country is what he told me. But he said, then my family was saying, you know, this is scary. And he said, the reality is I could die. You know, but of course, his thought, you know, you can die from anything. But yes, you're you're putting yourself in a higher in a higher chance of dying when you're in those types of professions. But you know what? He did it anyway, because he told me this. He said, the fear of not doing it, the regret that I would have. Every time I saw somebody in the military, when I was questioning my decision, I would see someone dressed in military fatigues in an airport or something. He said, every time I saw them, I thought, no, I will always regret not having done this. So he felt fear, but he did it anyways. He told me about some serious, like he, he calls them professional badasses. You know, these are the guys that are special forces and stuff. And he said, they all feel fear. We're all just, he said, I'm like a regular guy walking down the street. We're just like everybody else. So the bottom line is everyone feels fear. We all have different fears that we must face. And life is a scary place. But what are we going to do? Really? Are we going to crawl into a hole and say, life is scary. Oh, no. Or do we acknowledge it and say, yeah, life is scary. Okay. Reality check. In case you didn't realize it, life is scary. Okay. So now that we all agree that life is scary, what do we do with it? So I want to encourage you not to retreat. You must move forward. And remember that even if you're taking time out to take care of yourself, that is still part of the battle. That's not retreating in the sense that I'm talking about. You're a warrior. Whatever you've gone through, the stuff that life has thrown at you and you are still standing, you're walking, you're moving forward, you, become a, you became a warrior in hope, you've linked arms with me, you're a warrior. No matter how you feel today, because remember, even the strongest of warriors feel fear. They have self-doubt. They wonder if they should retreat. But remember what I said earlier. We're either moving forwards or backwards. So don't retreat. Yes, you can take breaks. That's still a battle, as I mentioned before. That's still part of moving forward. That helps to move you forward. 
What I don't want you to do is just to retreat, go back. No, I don't want to work on my, on my self growth. I don't want to face what I have to face. I don't want to overcome this trauma that I've been through. I don't want to give up the control that I never had. I don't want to stop feeling anxious and scared all the time. I need to stay on high alert. That is not how you fight. We fight with confidence. We do everything we can to be our best version of ourselves because people are watching us and they need us. They need us because they don't have what you have. They don't have this warrior mentality like you do, like I do. They need people like you and me to show them the way. Is it a perfect way? Hell no. My way hasn't been perfect. Mine has been zigzaggy all over the place. I've had plenty of self-doubt. This is battle I've been in has taken years. And so you're thinking when I use the word battle, you're probably thinking, well, you must be exhausted. Yeah, sometimes I am exhausted. I don't sleep well. I have adrenal fatigue. I have a, uh, no thyroid. So I've got, you know, a, I've got all these different issues related to that. But I'm energized in my soul because I've stood up. I stood up to my beast and I will battle that beast until I take my last breath. And that actually gives me energy. When I was fighting the battle for my daughter or trying to, I was wiped out because it was a battle I was never going to win. I didn't take any ground. All I did was retreat. All I did was go backwards. That never worked. It wasn't until I started to work on myself and then take that and use it to help other people. I had no idea if people would want to hear what I had to say. And you know, there are many people we can listen to. If the things that I say don't resonate with you, you should go find somebody else to listen to, right? We all have choices and I'm just doing my best to help other people to get these perspectives down so they don't have to live in fear. I hope this makes sense to you. This is why you must never retreat, my friend. Your life is too valuable. Your mission's too valuable. The piece, your piece of the world's puzzle You've got something special to do on this planet that only you can do. There are people that are going to be touched by you that only you can touch. Don't leave them without your voice. Never retreat. Link arms with me. Together, we can not just stand through anything. Together, we are definitely warriors who live with hope. Remember to be connected with me. Go to ValerieSavara.com and make sure you register right there as a warrior in hope. I'll keep you updated on the new app that's coming and everything else that I'm doing. And just know and never forget, never forget this. Know this, that your story matters. Not just my story, not just somebody else's. Your story matters. So live it courageously. Mm -hmm.